Thanks for tuning in to DAVCAT 43 Fights Fascism. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome to DAVCAT, which I'm renaming DAVCAT 43, just for rebranding pep brand consistency purposes. Thanks for joining in. And lots of exciting updates today. A freedom of information request has uh, brought some documents into light from the American Oversight group called American Oversight. So they have now uh, got documents linking, formally linking uh, Mike Pompeo to Rudy Giuliani, Trump's uh, former administrative assistant, Madeleine Westerhout, and the campaign to smear honest ambassador Marie Ivanovich as kind of an effort to clear the field. I mean, we know now what their purpose was to get someone honest out of the way to better enable corrupt shenanigans uh, and a shadow state policy to be pursued in Ukraine uh, in order to facilitate Trump's goal of uh, adding to his re-election campaign rally messages. So uh, that's just the update together with what else happened? Bolton's trying to act mysterious by saying he's reclaimed his Twitter account from the White House, meaning essentially that he asked Twitter to reset his password, and they did, so that <laughs> he is once again able to tweet, but unfortunately still finds himself lacking the moral imperative to testify about all of the nefarious goings-on at the White House, of which he was evidently well aware, considering the under oath testimonies of his staff members, such as Dr. Fiona Hill, who testified that Bolton told her to uh, go straight to the National Security Council lawyers to report on the drug deal that uh, Mulvaney and Sondland were cooking up. So I have a friend who's going to tell us about uh, their experience with the US medical system and legal system today. Hello. Hi. I am well today. How are you? Hello again. Hello and welcome to today's talk. Thanks for tuning in. The breaking news, of course, is that uh, indicted Giuliani associate Lev Parnas is apparently willing to testify that uh, Republican Congressman Devin Nunes is uh, willing to say that, sorry, that Nunes met with uh, an ousted, disgraced Ukrainian prosecutor, Shokin, in Ukraine, having traveled there to try and add to a false narrative uh, on Trump's political rivals. So again, uh, GOP and GOP associates misusing taxpayer funds to go and conduct covert uh, covert foreign policy missions. When I say policy, uh, I should say partisan policy, i.e. campaign policy, helping Donald Trump uh, collect, use the resources of the United States government to collect or rather coerce people into cooperating with a fabricated narrative against Donald Trump's political opponents and therefore GOP political opponents. So, bad Devin Nunes. Should he be uh, chairing, be the minority chairman of a committee on the impeachment hearings? No, he should not. He is compromised and 
uh, I think the Dems are being encouraged to open an ethics committee so that they can uh, take these details about uh, Devon's activities and hopefully expose them to the public at large. Now that's the news. When I woke up this morning, I had more of an idea to bridge some of the political divide in America. That as an outsider, I always want to bring to the arena here because when you're face deep in Trumpism and Trump brand fascism, it's, it's hard. But from the outside looking in, I can see that Trump is waging a campaign of cultivating uh, blue collar resentment of educated people. So when, so the GOP is able to exploit this politically and Trump is able to massively harness this uh, class disaffection. So he's got two, two bases in this way, or more than two, but two significant bases, are blue collar support of workers who resent that some are able to drag themselves out of financial hardship into um, success, or rather that the wealthy people are able to perpetuate uh, generational wealth by creating this model of education means you get money, that education is the only pathway to, to having a pleasant existence. They too would like to have pleasant existences and the more unpleasant things get for people in America, the more an overhyped fear of communism leads people to accept corporate uh, exploitation of workers and corporate overcharging for, um, for pharmaceuticals, corporate overcharging for medical care, the more blue-collar people have to resent. Now, we can say this particularly afflicts uh, white people hard when they have... Uh, a racist understanding of the world. Now, a lot of people uh, from a blue-collar background don't understand the current academic uh, use of the word racism. Their very incomplete understanding of racism as a term to them means aggression. And racism and the kind of institutionalised discrimination uh, that is fueled by racism just refers to a deviation from reality, a, an aversion to facts because of uh, a, an unfair hierarchical ordering of people according to um, their affiliation with a, with a skin colour group. So that's arbitrary. People cling to it all the time, but in, times, in certain times in history, people might be more motivated to feel concerned about risks. So 9-11 and other terrorist attacks around the world helped people, helped motivate people to go, there are risks in uh, multiculturalism. They, it opened the chink to a, a greater degree of entertaining doubts and suspicions about uh, the migrant composition of the US. Because yes, America is uniquely uh, welcoming of migrants and America was uniquely and unprecedentedly uh, attacked at a domestic level by people from a foreign background, uh, some of whom had uh, integrated into the US. Actually, how much did they integrate it? I'm not familiar with the backgrounds of the, the people who flew the planes, but I think, I know they were in America, they had trained at American flight schools. But in any case, that's definitely uh, a big boost to the fortunes of those who grift and make political capital and literal financial capital of telling people to hate others uh, and, and building that into electoral success. 
and building it into electoral success that doesn't have to relate to helping the people. Republicans are able to defund public hospitals, defund schooling systems, make life increasingly hard for uh, blue-collar working people. And this is still tolerated by their voters and supporters because they're still buying into a cultural war where they feel like uh, the Republican Party is being honest about risks and they feel that the Democratic Party and, and modern-day academics who promote tolerance are minimising and denying very real risks. So, yes, fear is a great motivator, particularly for Republican voters. And the culture war is also fed by people who are trying to get people to be afraid of uh, gender flexibility. Whereas really being more flexible with gender doesn't undermine the social fabric an eighth as much as fascism does. Fascism rips societies apart. It forces people to, to be polarised because one party departs from the truth and starts to get really aggressive and, and lies and conceals their aggression as well. I mean, the Nazis didn't always openly say we're murdering millions of Jewish people and political opponents and gypsies and homosexuals. They said we're taking them to work camps. And I've been reflecting on the motto um, that was constructed out of steel hung above Auschwitz, which said, Albrecht macht frei, or work makes free. I realise why they needed that. Because when they were disparaging migrants, they were saying migrants don't truly commit to Germany. They don't truly contribute to Germany. And that's why... Uh, we can fix that by putting them all in a camp and then they can earn their integration into German society because work will make you free. I.e. here you are in prison, but if you prove yourself through um, slave labour for Germany, then you might get let out. And that was their way of uh, soft-selling mass incarceration and ultimately mass murder to the German people. Now... Similarly, Republican voters have the wool pulled over their eyes that migrants deplete American resources more than they contribute, it, contribute to it, whereas really the, the 22 million estimated undocumented migrants in America prop up the, the most unprofitable industries uh, that are under-regulated so that uh, those laws are not properly enforced of you should employ American citizens or residents and pay them according to American law. Instead, exploitative companies are rationalised to themselves, oh, we need this to stay afloat, and they employ people who don't have appropriate documentation. And thus you have a, a black market industry for uh, cheap labour that probably does exert a certain downward pressure on wages, but also just uh, provides a way for various companies to exploitatively fill the ranks of um, their workers with people whom they can underpay. So they just they have an opportunity to derive greater profit at the expense of exploiting vulnerable people. Now, do blue-collar workers resent that downward pressure on wages? The most, possibly. Oh, wow, were people being rude about... Um, how I look, I didn't see it. <laughs> That's lucky. Uh, Johnny is saying he really liked my most recent YouTube video. And I don't see any... Uh, muted comments. I'm 
muting somebody for having a red hat. <laughs> and there you can say, yes, my risk perception around red hats has definitely elevated as a consequence of real encounters with red-hatted people. So uh, will America wait until the casualty toll from Donald Trump is as high as the casualty toll from 9-11? Hopefully not. I mean, I think at least 20 migrant children have died in US custody. It wasn't a true number that was in the media the other day that there are currently 100,000 children in detention centres. Um, there were high rates of unaccompanied children who uh, fled to the US by themselves during Obama's tenure. Uh, whereas the critical difference to emphasise now is not cages, uh, because there were cage-like uh, wire mesh structures when the Obama administration was trying to process all of the children without caregivers who had come to the US border um, for a better life uh, without, without caregivers. Whereas the Trump administration was the first to make it policy to purposefully separate families. Purposefully, I believe, to rile up uh, people on the left and create more conflict and division in the US because Trump knew that his followers would believe him when he said he wasn't doing it if he lied about his actions and that people on the left would become increasingly miserable, upset, frustrated and aggressive. The type of aggressive you get when war crimes are being committed in your name uh, by your government and it's difficult to oppose it, difficult to have uh, effective responses to stop them from doing that. It's very hard to know that children are being effectively tortured, psychologically and physically tortured uh, in your name by a government that you may not have elected but that nevertheless, nevertheless represents you. So there's never been any point saying Trump is not my president. We could have said Trump, um, there's a shadow over Trump's legitimacy. Yes. No, I think you'll find that uh, budgets have been cut for entertainment for migrant children. They're not allowed legal representation anymore under Trump, nor are they allowed uh, to go outside even to play football. Uh, so no, the reason why 20 children have died is because they, the conditions are so um, expensive for taxpayers, but so, um, whoopsies, <laughs> expensive for taxpayers, but so uh, extremely negligent and effectively murderous manslaughter at the very least for the children in that care. Yes, Republicans say the American people, but Trump's base is a significant minority and also a significant departure from American laws and standards and values. So the Democrats at this point have much greater legitimate claim to saying uh, this is a departure from, from American standards. Now, this is a big point uh, that I'd like to make, that there's no point just saying Trump is not normal anymore. Yes, that's a stage of grief you have to go through uh, because a fascist came into power. Uh, an illegitimate fascist was able to work the system with the help of uh, adversarial foreign actors. But also, also what, what is very important is to explain to people now uh, what the downside of corruption is. Not just to say, hey, that's so unfair, how could we lose these values, but to remind people, because a part of fascism is forgetting, forgetting who you are, forgetting the values of civilization. 
people get possessed by a runaway intoxicating glee to leave civilized standards behind them because they have had uh, elevated threat perceptions of going, oh, yes, those Jews are so terribly scary. We're all at risk of communism and communism is scary. It involves usually the mass murder of millions of citizens. Um, but yes, to get carried away with that uh, overemphasis on the risks of communism is to open the door to exploitation. When you're too afraid, you are too susceptible to being exploited. And we need to point out to um, working class Americans that they are being exploited. Everyone is being exploited, but anybody who's closer to the edge of financial functioning will suffer the most from the economic abuse being dealt out by Donald Trump and his GOP criminal cronies. So working class people will lose as Donald Trump uh, erodes funding for public schools. If we look ahead, all, um, all of the Republican Party agenda is to disadvantage working class people whilst making them feel emotionally validated for their risk perception whilst feeding into that and inflating that risk perception. So Fox News, which is purposefully a, uh, a branch of the Republican Party, uh, a branch to trick people into making these risk calculations that are uh, over, overly weighted in favour of undervaluing migrants and uh, overly resenting migrants and undervaluing black people and over uh, undervaluing the contributions of people of color to their own country and uh, over fearing or over representing any crimes committed by people of color. Very certainly a propaganda machine that is standing between America and its own ability to self-correct its course towards um, even further fascism. America already is stuck in fascism. It's a question that we're all following along with of what avenues can best pull America out of this fascist trajectory. It's not something that lies ahead of you now. You are in fascism, uh, swimming in fascism, as is Australia. Uh, but the consequences of American fascism are very significant for your nation and for the world. So the Kurdish people being massacred in northeastern Syria right now are suffering from the consequences of Donald Trump brand fascism. The, uh, the people of Hong Kong uh, who will not um, receive support from Donald Trump because Donald Trump is saying he will veto legislation put forward to support uh, democracy in Hong Kong. Uh, they are in jeopardy because of Donald Trump. Uh, the NATO alliances are in jeopardy because Donald Trump is trying to weaken NATO, uh, all likely at the behest of his, um, his debtor. What's the name of somebody who's in charge of um, minding your debt for you? Or not a parole officer, but someone who helps you. Hi, Pumpkin. Would you like me to come play? You may not come in the video. No cheeky. Uh, a loans officer. Putin is like uh, Trump's loans officer. So he has uh, presumably a full accounting of what... You may not come in the video. You are being very cheeky. All right.
stop climbing on things. <laughs> I might have to go. I've got a little monkey. Um, get out of it. <laughs> All right, well, let's have some concluding remarks. So if Putin is, uh, is, is like the loans officer for... Thanks, Craiger. I, I'm not interested in, in your opinion <laughs> so much. Um, but yes, if, if Putin is Trump's loans officer, then no wonder Trump makes all these decisions to... I said no, darling. You have to go or you're going to lose a sticker. You don't want that. Okay, I'll count to five and then there'll be one stick on hold. You don't want that. Oh, yeah. Uh, goodness. No wonder Trump has to acquiesce to all of Putin's agenda, such as um, greenlighting a Turkish invasion, um, backing, pulling US troops out of Syria so that uh, Russian forces can take over abandoned US military bases that are abandoned very abruptly after Trump pulls out US troops. Uh, what else does Trump do for Putin? probably enjoys suggesting to Trump that he should perpetuate uh, the lack of an agreement between China and Trump because Trump probably benefits from that in terms of all the insider trading he can get away with on the stock market. Go, okay, if I send a tweet about how I'm that close to reaching a China deal, then I can um, make some purchases and stock prices will go up. Or I can say, oh, China's being so difficult in half an hour and stock prices will go down, so I'll tell my friends so they purchase a lot of um, short stock, meaning bets that stock prices will go down that you can cash in on uh, when there's a problem in that department. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Take care. All the best. Um, keep up the opposition. Keep the public attention on GOP complicity with Trump's criminal behaviour, Trump's treacherous sellout of American interests, and are you hungry? You just had something to eat. You want some more? Okay. All right. We'll see you later. Oh, somebody's asking me to stop it because they don't enjoy the dissemination of facts. It's important to note the uh, convergence of Trump and Putin's interests. They're not in American interests, uh, but they are in Putin's interests and Trump's personal financial interests to have his uh, loan officer be happy with his behavior. So Trump is very indebted to Russia. A lot of Russian oligarchs are likely to be uh, guarantors on Trump loans that he's borrowed, millions of dollars that Trump has borrowed from Deutsche Bank. Careful, I'm scheduled for then. I know, one more minute for mommy. Um, so, all right, I'm, I'm going. Thank you so much for listening. Take care, everyone. I will broadcast this audio as a podcast available through iTunes, and I will link to that on my Twitter account. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed my, my guest. Are you talking about David Reese, or are you talking about my daughter's hand waving in the video? Indeed, the whole administration is robbing America. Uh, it's the agenda of the GOP, and it's been thrown into sharp relief, and their, uh, the reali their realization of their agenda has been accelerated by Trumpism. Thanks, everyone. Take care. And don't forget to follow me on YouTube if you haven't already, Davcat43. I do additional videos there. My daughter. I'm glad you appreciated her hand-waving. Thanks, everyone.
Take care. Bye. Davcat43, that is indeed the name of my YouTube account. Thank you so much, Paul. I'm very grateful you've got my back. Bye, everyone.